Welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community and any 5D mystic or functional adult. This is a plane where we love being humans. The devil and evil does not exist. And for my mystics, we're 5D mystics. So no, there are no energy vampires. There's no demons. Our oversoul in its entirety is amazing and our ascension journey too. So Please, if you believe in the devil or evil or energy vampires, if you talk about karmics or third parties or you think you need to protect yourself with energy, I'm not the person for you to be tuning into. So today's episode is on love and how it is not about sorry or forgiveness. It's all about direct communication from the heart. So we're going to keep it a lot more human than mystic, but I am building a 5D mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group community. So I'm asking anybody who is not in the spectrum of knowing that all humans are loved to go somewhere else. That's all. And I don't do very polite. I actually always curse a lot and get really into it. And in fact, I deleted the previous episode because I'm still getting comfortable with ensuring my humor is on point. It's one thing if we're all together. It's another where I do know I have plenty of episodes that someday somebody's going to be like, ah, you're a bitch. And I'll be like, well, I was really trying to get my point across about this but hey you know what you're totally right let me apologize and let me say that you are not somewhat interested in hanging out with but I do understand what you just told me so I'm going to go the other way because I do a tango and you don't and so bye Uh, the basic six emotions for anybody who's a 5d mystic it's going to be always love so we do tango we don't wrestle We don't do drama, and on that note, that's because we know how to directly communicate because we don't have low self-esteem. We do not have insecurity. What we know how to do is to be ourselves and to believe in ourselves. And I'm going to, therefore, read to you one of my favorite poems. You guys and gals and days have heard of it. I got it when I was like a teen. It's by Bruce B. Willow, I think, or something like that. I forget his last name. I can't even see it well, but my eyes. I'm getting older. I'm 43. I may. So the Bruce B, I think Willow or Will, Will, Will something. (laughs) William, no, Wilmer, Wilmer. There it is. Wilmer, W-I-L-M-E-R. So I think that's what it is. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself to the depths of your being. Nourish the talents your spirit is freeing. Know in your heart when the going gets slow that your faith in yourself will continue to grow. Don't forfeit ambition when others may doubt. It's your life to live. You must live it throughout. Learn from your errors. Don't dwell in the past. Never withdraw from a world that is vast. Believe in yourself. Find the best that is you. Let your spirit prevail. Steer a course that is true. That is easy peasy for those of us who are love buttons. We don't hurt people, so we don't need to do work. And when people hurt us, we do know they could do work, but we also know it's none of our business to say, hey, why are you? No, we will ask, why are you hurting me? They will not know how to answer because they will have been used to their own households. And that's where we're going to leave the fact that any immature, emotionally speaking person did not learn how to become a functional adult. Some have actual childhood abuse. And so abuse and neglect leading them to have lived in households where gaslighting is the only thing they know. Manipulation in a way of gaslighting is the only thing I know. Uh, they only know how to do codependency relationship types and we'll read about that. So when they're hurting people, they think that's the norm and they watch a bunch of movies that continue to confirm this and then they get into other relationships that continue to confirm this and 
we won't really go again saying something disrespectful we'll just ask uh we want to tangle not be wrestling so what is the deal again and if we're not able to figure out an answer really at a certain point we'll be like okay sorry i thought we were dancing i see you want to wrestle i really don't do the drama i don't do wrestling so sorry gonna go away right now i apologize for wasting your time and i thank you actually for all the time you have dedicated to me because it's my bad I thought we were doing the tango, and now that I really figured out that you have a different style, which to me is wrestling personally, but hey, you like to wrestle. I got it. You like to do that. It's okay. Thank you so much again for your time, and let me be out of your way so that you can enjoy the wrestling teams that you get to embark on that journey with. So adaptive children, they watch enough movies to think that it's okay to get up in the morning and vent in your shower with uh, the colleague that didn't do anything yet, you just think it's the right thing to do because you don't know about unresolved trauma the right way because nobody believes in the updating trauma experts because they, again, don't know that you can gain emotional maturity with the six basic emotions. So anger, sadness, fear, disgust, happiness, surprise. Now remember that the threat emotions of anger, sad, and there's anxiety, anxiety develops, in our evolution to protect us so it's part of fear um, and the threat emotion of sadness anxiety they don't have an element that instead anger does anger has this element of certainty and it has this automatic thinking and then it starts to create also from its own a little imagination so people who lead with that threat emotion they're in their survival mode and they're reactive and their hippocampus begins to get saturated with cortisol and so while they're hurting other people emotionally they think that it's justified because in their anger and in their blindness they are actually making false accusations of you're doing it on purpose to hurt me and i'm going to get back at you and they actually may be awakened to it at some point or another it all depends if the hurt people actually recognize that they uh, were in an emotion that is a charged state and that they also have a confusion when it comes to codependent and not healthy relationships because they will actually not have the full range of emotions because of that disconnect so they're going to be feeling lost but they're not actually lost they're just disconnected and the part about not actually feeling the disgust when you're being abused by somebody so if somebody's saying you're a problem you're an asshole you're this you're that the confusion is because there's not an anger or disgust or a way of you protecting yourself and and here's where it actually is unfortunate because those emotions will have been thwarted and on that note here let me go get peter levine because the thwartedness of that when healthy aggression is thwarted then we have anger when anger is thwarted not permitted then we get hostility peter levine phd and people or children who grow up in specific types of environments it's only once they recognize the level of basically unhealthy that they had around them so if you're used to getting controlled, manipulated, and having that example of gaslighting and 
manipulative language, you're to blame for my hurt, you know, the low self-esteem comes because you will think that you deserve the wrath, you deserve to be treated. This is what it is to have a shame defectiveness and a childhood wound, a trauma wound, plus your attachment wounds and people who don't know. So here's what love is. As I said, it's not about sorry or forgiveness. That's for adaptive children. They do that. They say, I'm going to hold a list here. You did this. And so now I'm going to make you do this for me. And you have, so they do this whole, we don't like when you see that. But the codependent types are the ones who take over. They become martyrs or they're superior to you. They are feeling that they are important. Uh, They actually feel that they always need to go tell you what to do. And they push They push, push, push. They want you to change. They want you to become what they think you should become. Or they try to take care of you, the please appeaser people or the people pleasers. And they then will blame themselves. I'm the bad one. I should have done this. I should have done that. So they will try to be needed. And if they're not needed, that's going to create an issue. But they also learn how to let go if they're being treated like shit. Because if they think they're taking care of somebody else, then they're going to be allowing a person to treat them away because, again, they're codependent types, so they're going to be used to an abusive family system and a dysfunctional family pattern. And all of that is in direct communication. There's not direct communication here. We have what is not a game for the adults, the ones who are mature, my 5D mystics and functional adults. That's why we don't hurt back. We don't shame the compassionate Zen masters, this is the group that I'm building, it's because we love our family. And we know not everybody wants to go to therapy. Not not everybody even believes in the updated trauma information because it's one, recent. But two, there's not for us to say to somebody, you need to do something. No, we know how to handle when they do their passive-aggressive stuff, when they do indirect communication, uh, when they try to control situations or they create a you know, a type of chit-chat that can be many different types of dynamics. It's not scary. I am a person from Naples, Italy, my mother, and so I'm used to people shouting. I really love actually being in a passionate environment, so I've never felt a relationship with loudness that is like, oh my gosh, because my grandma and grandpa They would yell all the time. And again, we get loud together. So I'm actually comfortable with it and not in any way, shape or form a person who thinks of it as being disrespectful. Actually, I'm not comfortable when I can't be my uh, 100% self, which is passionate. And so here's where people who are functional adults, if they've moved into their enlightenment soul age group, it's because they will have matured all of those emotions, and grown up to be life-sensitive, not ego-sensitive. So here's why I love comedians. I am a polysecure person. There's one of them that called us whores. I was like, that's hilarious. I laughed my ass off <laughs> because, I mean, I get it. I get why they, they're confused. Uh, the word in and of itself is actually somebody who uh, has a job, and I do understand that those who live the scarlet letter times, they, they would like to see the past come back to life, and I'm so sorry that they don't know about aspects that are more in depth and so here let me shed another side note for my regular listeners remember we've talked about sometimes the aspect of the nervous system 
and the aspects of sex and then there's that entire field of BDMS which I'm completely not personally a fan of for me for sure not even remotely but when I've heard different people sex therapists as well as just the person who is aware of neurodivergent and neurotypical okay so they know about us as people with the science the science methodology people not the conceptual no nothing spiritual nothing spirituality right now the science people so when i've heard them through my somatic trauma-informed courses talk about their ideas and what is being researched Here's why I get it. A person from 3D, the scarlet letter, is thinking we're all going to hell. We're all going to hell because they were taught a very specific thing, religiously speaking. They don't believe in the updated science because it's science, which means it's man-made, which means it's not made from the ethereal plane, but they don't have the mystic plane. They got a plane of whatever. So here's where 4D, put them in there too, because they also don't know what they're talking about when they say that you have a karmic or an energy vampire or dark aura. They're being disrespectful and dehumanizing people who will be people who have unresolved trauma to a extent of abuse and codependency. And no of the people that are in these types of codependent relationships actually recognize that they're being abusive to each other okay so a 5d will which is why we stay away we don't care that they try to weaponize their psych education they can try they're not weaponizing shit we already see way far beyond we know what are you doing with your words right now right now what you're doing with your words mm -mm -mm. your narrative discrepancy i don't even know how you can consider yourself smart because i can hear it anger hippocampus cortisol narrative discrepancies again plus the trauma mind has an underdeveloped right brain it has an underdeveloped excuse me hippocampus prefrontal cortex and it has an enlarged amygdala then we also know that a person who has a childhood trauma will have an underdeveloped right brain that's the first seven months and year of your life that's what's online and here's where all your emotions are stored which is why that left brain is connected to your right with the corpus callosum but you didn't get specific stimuli in your right brain mode so there's like circuitry offline and there's a compromised corpus callosum there's a compromised hippocampus there's a compromised that means it didn't get to be used so we have a person who's going to be frazzled in fact there's this one beautiful lady who did a presentation on what a trauma brain means and why a person who has had childhood trauma should feel proud to be themselves because they made it this far because they actually did not get to yet become a whole person because as long as your left and right mode aren't in your ownership you have not learned how to become mature emotionally speaking which is why yoga is not enough you in the middle of the mountains isn't going to give you the full human experience while it's beautiful yoga works because it's a bunch of ventral vagal nervous system toning exercises and it has you sit in your brain and so with mindfulness you get to use your cortex which connects you to your mammalian nervous system your ventral vagal nervous system you sitting in silence helps you to learn how to work with your body first of all to become your own safe haven secure base potentially because secure base you need to be with the people to be doing anything secure base related but on that note 
It's when you're interacting with people, which is why mindful relationships, the only way you do growing up is with the people, not the mountains, because it's when you're with me that I'm going to trigger potentially one of those fragments, one of those areas. And here's why dysregulated and modulated embodied people, before they can even remotely start perceiving restorative embodied self, they're going to have to be in an environment that means a surrounding that is safe, people that are safe, not their household. Not whatever shit show they had. Whatever it was, they, they need to be away from it. And then once they're away from it, there's going to be time for them to figure out how to get out of sympathetic, maybe. I say maybe because some stay in just dysregulated. Some stay in sympathetic. I see them all over the place. The movies make it look cool to be in these ups and downs. So um, the part about when people are actually wrestling... And therefore, they're not even aware that they are bringing what they had in the household to the relationship. And that's because they look at all the movies that make it seem normal <laughs> to basically treat each other in ways that are hurtful. And 40 doesn't help any of that. Before we move forward, I want to read a couple of things from Sadhguru. And I want to translate it to the human stuff. So one, karma. He's doing this thing on karma because he finally published his book and it's out and I, I want to get it at some point. He says, your karma is not what is happening to you. Your karma is in the way you experience and respond to what is happening to you. Okay, so the way you experience and respond to what is happening to you depends on how you've learned to self-regulate. If you don't know how to be in your restorative embodied self, this means you don't know how to be in your social engagement when things are going in a way you don't want them to go. If you don't know how to talk to a person who has a completely opposing religious view than you in a way of respecting them with your tone, then you don't know yet how to handle yourself because you haven't learned how to master your right brain stuff as it comes up. And so I'm trying to, again, keep it human, which means your communication will be indirect and it will not be something that allows you to have what is a grown-up conversation. So you don't do the tango. You're going to do a little wrestle match. Well, really, it depends. If you have a tango dancer on the other end, so functional adult 5D mystic love button, you ain't going to get wrestle. You're going to get, what are you doing right now? Because I don't know what you're doing. And I didn't want to do this, that's for sure. So here's Sadhguru, karma. Pattern so intricate, enamors like moth to light, drawn into this web that offers protection and death. Death not as a one-time happening, but as a repetitive pattern. If you are oblivious to the cramping suffocation, feels safe as a living grave in complete absence of inner grace, you cannot be without it. Oh, the safety of its limited orbit. Use this grace and break it, or you are just lost. Damn it. So here's where... The way he describes this, it's interesting, but I want to translate again. A person who has lived in a household where they had gaslighting, manipulation, in a way of being blamed for emotions, and this is where going back to that codependency example, because I see a lot of that even if they might not use codependency. People please is a person who will blame themselves if things go wrong. They will focus on others. They try to help others. They will need to be needed. And if they're not needed, that's a problem. They will need to be needed so much that they will let go if they're being treated like shit by somebody, okay? Because they're taking care of another person. 
The other codependent type is going to want to take over and rule, or they're going to be the martyr of the situation. Everybody always gets to do everything. I'm the martyr, but I know what's best. They should change this. They should change that. So martyr or superior, this self-importance and this need to say to others what to do or not to do and pushing it. A lot of people are in this type of behavior with each other when they're not their own adults. And the love button people, this is where it's very different, which is why in our topic about love is not about sorry or forgiveness, direct communication from the heart. So I did a little bit of wiggle room, this and that, but I really want to talk about when you have functional adults, this means you have a person who knows that individuals who did not have the ability to choose to have a household that is safe, one, first they need to learn about their connectedness to being their self, and that would mean to move into eventually an integrated brain somehow, and to just figure out, wow, I'm freaking awesome with my flaws and imperfections, okay? That's what number one, love is this, to being able to be your own safe haven, secure base. Once you're that, this means you can communicate like the eight of wands. Because no matter what anybody will say to you, they can be whoever they are. They will not be able to break whatever silence comes out of you the minute that they're trying to tell you who you are. So a person who's a love button is a person who's in their ventral vagal nervous system. Without even knowing it, you consistently mature all of those emotions Obviously, we're not exposed to all emotions in nowadays, but we're experiencing always our family, loved ones. I remember when I was a teenager, I learned about the whole song of Elvis and how you only hurt the ones you love. And I remember thinking, well, at least it's your loved ones who teach you how to you know, work with people and be respectful and adult-like and stuff like that. And so working on moving into spiritual mastery for a love button is simply put, just you being a love person. I got a heart, you got a heart. And I'm not going to communicate to you in a way that doesn't involve my aligning with me, my body, my physical, my energy, my mental body, and holding my values and my heart body. And I'm a functional adult somatic empath who knows only compassion beyond a reason, Zen master of the Zen tradition story of Sadhguru, which I won't repeat to you because I've shared it enough times. So from my heart of hearts, I initiate any type of interaction and conversation with me in the forefront and another in the forefront. Relationships are about another. Love is our nature. So I'm in social engagement while you can be in whatever you want to be. I'm dancing the tango while you can be doing whatever you want. Now, if you're going to dance a tango, it means that whatever comes up, if you have anything that's unresolved that wants to come up, that means you talk to me about it. So if you get frazzled, fearful, angry, disgusted, all of it, all of it. A mature human being with themselves is a person who knows no shame. They will have dissolved the shame. If they did so on their own, they will know what true confidence is. If they did it with a therapist, they know about putting a shame box in a shame thing and to try and communicate. And actually, if they have a therapist, that means they will have rehearsed with their therapist, how do I handle this situation because I feel emotionally insecure, immature, or I'm just afraid they will know their triggers, they will know everything. If they're working with a the therapist, a the person will learn how to directly communicate because a good therapist will say, 
Okay, here we are. So you told me you wanted to do that thing, right? Is it today? Is today the day that you try and make communication, contact? What are we doing? Are we doing no contact? What, which one of the things are we working with? What do we need to help you with? That's a good therapist. They're not going to tell you, oh, your family's a shit show. Oh, these people. No, they're going to actually tell you, okay, let's not use words. Let's use our words to communicate. Let's take a look. And here, let's put the shame box here. So get out your anger, your upset. Let's talk about that. Or let's get the feelings to be in neutrality so we can get the wisdom out. And they teach a person how to handle themselves like grown-ups. And they actually tell them how to handle people. And let's look at scenarios so that you don't get anxious when you're dealing with the conversation in and of itself. Okay, a person who does none of this is the people who hurt people who hurt people who don't know about Patrick Tiahan and being able to get work. No, they know about him potentially and they think, oh, why are you still mentioning all that trauma stuff? They're the ones who are okay with having their unresolved trauma. Stop being such a wuss. What do you want? You're, you're using all this psych. You're, you're weaponized. You're the one who's accusing me now. Oh, I think you should go. I bet you. You know what? I'm going to keep on labeling you as the one who needs something. So there's plenty of this that goes on. You know what Zen masters know how to do? We know how to choose the right silence because sometimes some people, they're going to stay in different soul age groups. They're going to be in their own state of consciousness. And they had a family too. And their family had an environment too. And usually we're going to know what that is. So we're going to know what unresolved trauma and emotional triggers there are. And we're going to be human beings who understand we can be the bigger person. Because if we do have emotional maturity and mental maturity and physical maturity, and we actually compassionately know that people don't choose because there is no evil or devil. Again, there is no, I hurt you because I'm a devil. No, no, no. There's, I have unresolved trauma. I'm triggered from my nervous system and the embodied brain. This is what a human being, 5D mystic, enlightenment, functional, don't know. All the time, we're in mindful relationships. So we're not like, oh, this is unfair. I don't want to be the person who knows always the... Nobody knows all things, people. (laughs) So stop being teenagers, please, already. And I don't even remember teenagers that whiny. But they grow up, that's why. They grow up and they stay teenagers. So they're like, I know everything. And now you need to stop labeling me. Otherwise, I'm going to label you. And I'm going to do this. And and, then, yeah, anyways. Let's put that one to the side. What I was trying to get to is when 4D readers talk to you about your oversoul, this is why I'm going to create readings as we move forward and bring my lovely 5D mystic readers over here. We want to interpret differently what is in the 5D bandwidth because there are people who want to create their Zen master mindful relationships and some people won't move out of their unresolved trauma. That means they will use mannerisms that are of gaslighting and manipulation in a way of low self-esteem and low intelligence and they will continue to be envious and jealous and spiteful manipulative in this way because they don't have the ability physically they don't have the ignorance choosing to move out of hurt you can't force a person to choose themselves to choose to work on their emotional plane when they're justifying it thanks to the movies do we want to get rid of movies what are we doing so here's again don't be doing if you're one of those people you're on the wrong platform here we are zen masters we're not creating stories and we're not going to say you need to change your unresolved trauma no we're going to understand some people will not they're going to live their life with this human suffering thing i feel it's very sad but hey it is what it is everybody gets to choose their thing you know like whatever 
they don't believe in a trauma-informed stuff. That's that's the thing. So when you even directly communicate, like I said, they're like, you're the one who <laughs> you're using. And they the, the part that is humane is when you see people's eyes. And I'm going to share a story. I've shared this one before. And this has taken place in my life. So it was something that I was asked a question about what I do as an online marketer, but it wasn't actually a question. I had been asked a question that was really being ready to be answered by the same person who asked. So they were telling me how to do my job. Essentially, they asked something, but then they started to list everything that should be done in the way it should. And they were in a tone and yelling. And here's why we don't make it our mission to try to do or prove anything because we're not really into wrestle matches we're into tangos not we're into just let's have fun together shall we but adoptive children they're always trying to prove something because they don't know their own worth and so at a certain point in this discussion which began to get not heated because this person usually yells i i yell and we yell together but something happened as we kept going because i kept trying to get louder because I thought I was answering a question, me, the person, I actually was trying to answer the question. And so I was raising my voice until there was a break in it. I could feel, I felt it. And then as I felt this, this basically break, which I don't know, I can't hear myself. We can't hear. I just felt my throat. And I was like, you know, actually I didn't say shit. What happened was I saw the eyes of the other person who became mortified. They became very mortified they became offended and heartbroken so that's why i felt the break in my throat but i saw the eyes of the human being who's a family member and then everything that came out of their mouth i'm so sorry miss perfect i just asked you a question they were very upset how dare you insult me and so they just you know started to be reactive because they've been hurt i realized that i hadn't been asked the question in fact while they're basically quote unquote insulting me I was like shit how did I miss that fuck me I thought they asked me a question it wasn't a question and so in my brain I was thinking how can I avoid this next time because I did not recognize that they had shit to say I wasn't blaming myself I was just recognizing that I had not been asked a question so I was intervening in this conversation in a way that was not what the other person actually intended and it is because of my indifference to how this would have went that I didn't care that they had stuff to tell me about how to do my job, meaning emotionally I was not offended. I was just having a conversation. And in the meantime, I was feeling physically ill. So at that point, I actually was feeling physically ill. I said, I need to go. And I went to smoke a cigarette because that was the moment where I was, in fact, beginning to note, mm, I don't do anger. This, 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 this chemistry, I can't do it physically. I'm physically ill right now. And that's where I had already had my clairs activated. And I was in a moment, there was other themes. So see, we already know the love button people when we're going through something, what's happening, what we're, what we are, quote unquote, moving beyond. And I say, quote unquote, because we're really just a consistent expanding consciousness, some of us. The ones who have this same experience with expansion all the time. So we're always directly communicating because we never separated from the Purusha Prakriti experience. We just know consciousness and expansion. And that's why when people tell us what they think of us, they talk about change and all this other stuff, but we don't feel changed. I'm more of who I've always been. 
And like, wow, I'm always, yeah, more of consciousness and love. I feel myself. And I don't feel in any way, shape, or form changed. I'm matured. Long story short, I use that example because, see, in this equation, before they left, I made sure to hug this person. And they thought it was an apology because they said something like, it's okay or whatever, we'll forget about it. But I wasn't hugging them to apologize, meaning I didn't do anything wrong. They didn't do anything wrong. We had what is called a very heated debate, and then they got upset. I was taken off guard because I recognized that I wasn't being asked a question. And here's where a person who would have been insecure emotionally and mentally would have taken offense because they would have been like, but they're trying to compete. They would have been all over a bunch of things that's not even anything. None of that crossed my mind. The other people in the group that were present are the ones who, following the fact, chimed in, confirmed that I had done nothing wrong, that, that, that this, so as observers, they gave their thoughts. I didn't really care about wrong or right. I just cared that I hugged the person. It was all good. That's it. We moved forward. Because this is what a Zen master, a person who truly has confidence, and this is emotionally maturity, this is an integrated brain and a restorative embodied self. This is a person who can say, yeah, I'm Maria, who are you? This is who I am, and this is what it means to be your own piece of purusha prakriti. You don't need to do yoga, but yoga can help people. You don't need to be a spirituality process, you can do it. Being a human being, all the neuroscience talks to you about what it is to be in the enlightenment soul age group and consciousness very straightforward just learn about neuroscience and the existential physicist you'll figure it out however here's where i do love our woo-woo-ness so let's get a little bit also into that one the 5d mystics is a beautiful plane because we do have experiences with our oversoul and our oversoul and when people are functional adults i wanted to share with you about this part where you don't say we're sorry we don't ask for forgiveness Love is actually about direct communication from the heart. And really, it's always about let's hug it out. Okay, so you need to be a person who has self-esteem, not low. You have to have self-esteem. You have to have self-empowerment. means you have to have, I'm a person, you're a person. I would never dare hurt your feelings or do anything to manipulate because that would be demeaning to me and to you. Because that's what it means to be a human being. That acknowledges those who do not know how to be here, they have unresolved trauma. So they have adaptive behaviors. They have compulsive behaviors. Besides the addictions, drugs, sex, alcohol, food, video games, leaving the whatever it is they do. They also have safety behaviors, which are maladaptive responses. They're safety behaviors because it's attached, cry, collapse, submit, please, appease. They learn how to play a game at home which equated, let's see who's right or wrong. Let's make it about power and control. Let's make it all about me. And then once that doesn't work, I'm going to be vilifying you, hating you, whatever it is, and withdraw. So this is where a child will have seen. I'm going to hold that silence uh, from you. There's so many different things that could happen. But the point is, a person who awakens to this, they move into their adulthood finally. This is where we are. Love buttons. We all know everybody's a human there ain't no evil or devil period get out if you still believe in this stuff please leave because that's not what love is and 5d mystics know it and any 4d can keep living that bandwidth the people who live the scarlet letter i get it i i studied it i was in it i understand i'm not 
going to be uh, engaging in those topics in a way of disrespecting any type of institution or group. You want to look to respect groups and institutions. I tease the flat earthers because I tease them, but I respect those people. I just think they could do way better with their brain. And yes, I said the word respect. This is the part that grown-ups, if you're a grown-up emotionally, you respect every single life on the face of this planet because this is what it means to again be enlightenment soul age of material. You are not perfect. I am not perfect. Evil is not a thing except for 1 to 22 scale and they all need a good therapist. And they need personal development, but they need to choose it. If they don't, they won't do it. Okay, so some people won't do it. And the grown-ups know how to be the example for the future generations. And we know that what's important is inner well-being. And heaven in the body is actually obtained when people learn to work with an integrated brain and move maybe into their restorative embodied self. So when communication is here with love, it's not about sorry. It's about heart-to-heart. You trust your intuition. You have a mind that knows that there's me and you. So in relationship, there's me and someone else. But love is our nature. You express in your higher self who you are. Life is an adventure. You only do the tango. If they wrestle, you know how to handle it so that you can make good with the situation. And that means you bring out the best for all. Love, as Sadhguru points out, means nurturing a life beyond your own opinions and prejudice. True friendship is you're a shit, you're a shit, and you hug it out. This is true grown-up shit, okay? So people that know friends forever, it's because we're grown-ups. And that means you're an emotionally mature human being who knows true love, which is only unconditional. As the Rumi quote goes, those who say goodbye with their eyes is how they love. And those are all people who have unresolved trauma. They have adaptive children. They're actually in a whole bunch of different things. It's other soul age groups. Leave it alone. We don't do the tango with those who don't know how to tango for real. And for real means it's passionate, it's loud, it's heated, and it's beautiful. It's a flow that is full of purusha prakriti. doesn't have to be two people that are romantically involved, by the way, but obviously... Who wants to miss out on that? So we don't say love to romance of the Enlightenment, so age group kind, not at all. We, we talk a bunch about that because we got a 5D mystic community and functional adults, and there you go. We got some grown-ups in town, and they're all Purusha Prakriti material, so this is going to be awesome to see that one. The people who, on the other hand, don't learn to move into their best, they might have some regrets, but that's where, because now they're in a flow with who they are, those regrets following some tower moments gave them the opportunity to come to their full confidence, to their full self, to become the person they want to be. And that would be their lovely, quirky personality to be able and share with those that they want to create a future with. Here, here's my story. Uh, here's what I want to offer. And here's why I think it'll work out really fabulously. And here's my fool's journey. Okay, so that's one note. Another little bit on this lovely topic is how when you do love and your loved ones do things that others expect, sorry, or you should forgive. So like I gave you one example. In that case, like I said, I didn't need to ask for forgiveness, but I was the one who initiated the hug. And they took it as an apology, which I am to this day always allowing it to be that way. I don't bring it up. We don't bring it up. Other occasions, there have been situations where 
with misalignment. Friends and I have come back together without mentioning the misaligned areas, just allowing ourselves to continue to highlight how we want to be in each other's lives and to retweak and find those middle grounds. So it's once you come back together that you consistently will always, when there's misalignment, when you come back together, you realign because that means that there will have been a situation that was faced and therefore there's sometimes it automatically happens and it's because you cherish the relationship, but really you also get to know each other. So what creates safety? Time creates safety because in time you show me how you're going to act. So I'm going to know how to tangle with you or I'm going to know how to do my tangle while you wrestle. And here's why, as I was saying, 3D, 4D, and those who talk to you about soul contracts ending and karmics and this, they don't actually do a great service. But then again, they're guiding those who are adoptive children. So those who have still emotional insecurity and immaturity, so low self-esteem, equals I want you to see me so that you can soothe me so that you can help me keep safe and make me feel secure, which means I'm okay if you want to change me. I'm okay if you want to caretake of me. Or I'm okay if I want to do that. So we have people who want codependent relationships. Now, there's different degrees of them. Again, this is why not everybody goes to get that therapy. And some want to be in those types. It's not that they want. They have that as their family of origin. And the movies show it as, again, normal. So right here, again, love is not about saying sorry or asking about forgiveness, but it is about direct communication from the heart. Those of us who tango, we don't wrestle. And so when we meet people who are martyrs or superior or they self-blame or they shame, we will consistently say, you're here eye to eye, not up and not below. And so they will either be able to accept that direct communication, find a way to tangle, and those are the ones that we're growing our relationships with. Because those are the people who come to you and say, hey, hey, honey, hey, dear, hey, lover, hey, tangle partner. So it'll be something along the lines of, I actually have a question for you. I'm not really great at doing the dance with my emotional spectrum. Because we got some who are finally into this thing of I really want to tango right now because I've learned how to be myself and I'm quirky and I'm fun and I love having fun. They also have fun with life. So there has to be more to them than something. Um, and what I mean is they're completely enamored with the fact that we have today, tomorrow, or maybe not. So they're wanderers. They're dreamers. They believe in fairy tales. They believe dreams come true. They believe in love. This is the 5D mystic and functional adult. They're not cold. And they're not people who are uh, very much without emotions. They don't do the let's be formal, let's isolate, let's be all by ourselves. No, there's no rigidity. The people who are lovers in the way the 5D mystic and enlightenment soul age group is, it's a, it's a lover's dance. It ain't. There ain't no, uh, let's get into ice cold stuff. No, 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 no. There's no icebergs here. The minute we see icebergs is the minute we're like, okay, wait a minute. Uh, I don't like icebergs. I want warm, cozy, friendly. <laughs> I need to be able to do the tangle with you. I can't do that if you're an iceberg. 
Okay, so once a person realizes they are very much wanting to do that, it's because they will come to life themselves in the spectrum of their emotional body. You have to be comfortable in the big ass. <laughs> so here's where people who actually do grow up, they find it very beautiful. Being your own Purusha Prakriti, being love, is the most amazing experience you could ever, ever have. And that's because life and love are one and in the same. The essence of life, heart, body, it's love, you and your ventral vagal state. As Stephen Porges points out, you cannot love if your body is in visceral. The people who do codependent and play those games, they're 100% visceral. They don't recognize that they are playing a game because they will have been used to. I'm going to grab Patrick Tiahan's stuff because I couldn't find it in my other... Uh, phone. So I want to read it to you again before we go, but just know that the heart-to-heart communications, they're so sweet. They're so beautiful when two people open up to each other and then they consistently build in a way of knowing you are not inferior or superior. We are equals. We are human and we can move together because we always do. We as people always know how to use our mouths and to speak our hearts because we're not hiding them. So here's where highly abusive and damaging people have a narrative that is very strong, so strong about you, the world, and themselves that they believe it in a completely visceral and 100% accurate way. This is because they're being led with that anger. The adaptive child, it's a survival mode. And so here's where... They don't know that that wrath that they accept by a person who will yell at them is not a true thing. It's they're being used to having that type of dynamic. And even Stephen Porges talks about this because people confuse love with visceral versus understanding that to be in love means that you can be in your own body with comfort and then with another. And that means you could sit still forever and ever and ever because your mammalian heritage is where our our own community could sit without being worried that a tiger, bear, whatever would come get you. Instead, visceral is when your fight-flight reptilian is on. Now, people who engage in uh, sex, which reminds me, I wonder if did I miss... Uh, shoot. I know that in one of the episodes that I had pre-recorded, I mentioned something about the sex therapist, but I don't think I mentioned it here. But since I'm on that note, and here's where if I didn't still, what I'm going to say is going to matter a little bit (laughs) for some of you. Um, The one lady who talked about how it's, she's a sex therapist, and she was talking of neurotypical and neurodivergent. They have yet to understand in a neuroatypical, and there's different types of neurodivergent, if there should be a different way that they teach sex education, because that part of education is usually being given with the knowingness of what is neurotypical. So see, even here, this conversation in and of itself, it's something new. People who are traditional are going to be all over this one because they don't like that science is finding ways to present to them the scientific methodology and educators new piece of information. Um, the part about them not liking it, it's because they compare it to what it used to be. And, you know, you comparing. So right here, that's low self-esteem. 
you don't know that time has passed and you don't need to compare the human generation and species of now to yesterday. So children, inner children, as Patrick Tihan points out, they buy into games because that's the method that they lived with in their own household. So they're just used to being gaslit, exploited, shamed, devalued, and more. And so it's once you recognize that these actual aspects that you lived were visceral, they were not love, they are actually unhealthy because it's not a safe haven secure base. But the conversation again is completely new. Side note with the sex therapist lady, but this was to say, we all have a body. And so it does matter to the person who stores the embodied brain to find out this information. The younger generation does so, the older not, and some are in different groups. And so Direct communication simply means when you are a person who can respect another person, you don't need to know all of the things we talked about. That's not necessary. It's because you are a human and they're human. And actually, you know what? I'll use that one lovely gentleman who, while I was sitting with a group of people who are actual actively in a space of being people who gossip or tease or, you know, they make fun of the mystic part, even though they don't do it to be mean, but they do do it. <laughs> Uh, this person showed me the most respect that I can say I've ever had when being able to say I'm a mystic, I unconsciously love people, I, you know, all of what me Maria is. And the way the person addressed it was simply put, what level of schooling, because see he's an Italian, so the Italians will think of school as a good thing. I know Americans, some of them don't, and I disagree. School is a great thing to do. You should always, if you can, go to college because it will open you up to academics. And, and here's where, if we remember when people complain about the academics, it's because we move away from tradition. Lo and behold, shall we not evolve? So I find education, college level, important and not to be dismissed. And in fact, this person who had only middle school, this is what he first, he, he initiates his question, and this was because I showed compassion towards two people who were both drug addicts. One burned his girlfriend who was basically pregnant. He lit her on fire. So the guy ended up in jail, obviously. She's okay, the baby's okay. And I just said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You know, and, and I was sorry for both of them. And I was not judging the man who went to prison. I said, to be together, obviously, who knows what, they went through or what has taken place, you know, for that to happen. And so he says, what level of school do you have? Meaning where, what's your degree? And I said, my ma I have a master's. And he says, well, I have middle school. I didn't get to go to high school. And so with all due respect, basically, I have a different way of seeing things than what you're presenting to me. But it seems that, you know, a lot of what you're saying, I can hear it and I appreciate it. And he was just talking. This is confident. That's direct communication from the heart. This is what it means to be a grown-up, and this is what it means to be sophisticated. Definitely, you know, again, Patrick Tiahan, he is great that he's out there as a therapist helping people and as somebody who has been through the childhood trauma. But his words, he used it because he went through childhood trauma in a way where he can recognize these aspects. I'm going to give you my take. I'm a love button. I don't have this stuff from my past so when I was a teenager and I saw people do shit with their words you can better bet that I didn't have no fool in my eye I'm an adult 
I will still know at a certain point if what you're doing is something that you're doing. And then the part about why it's not sophisticated or weaponized is because the words that come out of your mouth are like air to me. If I and you are nothing to each other, which would mean that we've not even established a relationship, if I've established a relationship with you, I will care about one thing alone, which would be, are we going to be able to tangle with me being my quirky self and you being your quirky self? And I will get a little nervous because, of course, this is the part. Will you accept me? Are you going to dance with me? But I will still stay there and stand tall and allow all to unfold no matter what it looks like. And so if you're a wrestler who's going to punch me out of your space, it's okay. I'll, I'll be able to take the hit. That's the part of where a love button person don't stand in no shame about who we are. It's okay if a wrestler chooses, I don't like you, I'm going to punch the shit out of you, quote unquote, and get you out of. So this is the part of their words, the word of a person. It's not sophisticated if it's being used in a way of trying to weaponize. Why? Because we don't actually have a disconnect from our brain. I'm talking love button people ain't stupid. We're compassionate is what it is. And really what it is is we're not trying to figure out what you're doing because we don't play games. If you're not tangoing, sooner or later, I'll figure it out. I'm no rush. It's no rush. I'm not wasting my time. Although, of course, it will feel a little bit like we wasted time because, you know, again, if you're looking to dance a tango, you want a lover. You don't want no hurt-er. So it will just feel a little bit, you know, you get bruises. It's okay. We get back up. We know humanity can get there. That's where, again, respect means you're human. I'm a human. You can wrestle. I'll tangle. You go do drama. I'll do other stuff. And we have, there you go, kumbaya. So some people, they think we're not going to reach the next. No, no, we're going to reach it. Well, we're already headed for it. Uh, it's just the people who don't know how to be in their infinite higher human consciousness potential brain because they're not trying some of them, some of them are the ones who have good therapists or good trauma-informed or good humanity or all the ones who are saying, we're going to make it and you all need to stop talking about our species like we're parasites because we're not. We're actually an evolved species. We're part of nature and we all don't know everything. So if you want to be a know-it-all for real and keep calling humanity a parasite, please be the idiots that are dead short. We're going to be the intelligent ones who wander we're going to be the love buttons. We don't need to say we're sorry for being ignorant humans. We don't need to ask for forgiveness for being ignorant humans. That's exactly what it means to not know everything. Did anybody teach anyone about what it means to not know everything and how the scientific methodology keeps proving things in time? Or that they keep creating things that might get us off an organic planet that will sooner or later grow out? Because the sun technically will go out. I mean, I had an argument with a person who didn't like that discussion so see if i was having fun they at a certain point were not and this was the last time i ever even bothered trying to speak about woo woo stuff because see they were like it's woo woo we know the sun's gonna go out so in all of that this is where i say okay i'm the woo woo lady and i was joking about the sun but of course i know it's gonna go out where are all the people that don't realize that we need science so that we can make sure the species here you know what people think about only the rich people are going to get out. That's the limited consciousness people. They don't know that our mammalian heritage is actually to support each other because they're not in their ventral vagal state. They're in their survival space, space and they're in their survival state. They are not doing direct communication. 
we're not listening to them anyways because they're dead sure about everything. So we're the ones who are curious. We're going to keep looking for tomorrow. They can keep on looking at doomsday clock. And there's that. That's it. So love is always tomorrow and today. And it's not about sorries. It's not about forgiveness. It's about us being able to do a tango to be able and know how to do direct communication from the heart. And if somebody ends up wanting to wrestle, we will figure it out. And, you know, it's okay. They can wrestle and we'll go on to build the tango of a lifetime with those who want to tango. And the community of 5D mystics is looking to tomorrow and to today so that we can create different conversations about our oversoul. So twin flames, soulmates, all people that are part of your life. We want to build functional adult mindful relationships. Direct communication is always flowing. Silence is used only in a way of, you know what, I want to calm down for a couple minutes or whatever. If there are people who have emotional triggers, that's the only time it's used. Other than that, we know how to talk about all those emotions because that's what emotional maturity is. And so we don't have a wrestling match. We have a tango and it's really passionate, by the way. When lovers get together and they get to exchange what they want in the Tomorrowland. Mm -mm -mm. So we'll be back for more. Again, please be compassionate, be kind, and I look forward to having you back again. Have a great day.